Hello and welcome, my name is Coach Pav and you're listening to Pavcast and today I'm going to be going through the easiest ways to see an instant cycling performance improvement. Instant gratification is hardwired into us. While it is important to practice patience and grace as we train, it can be really nice when we change something small and see an instant cycling performance improvement. With that in mind, I have compiled a short list of the most common areas in which I see an almost instant improvement with my clients. Discussed in this podcast episode, bike setup including position and aerodynamics and the maintenance of your bike, focus weight including the bike and fasted training, training zones and seeking out the right advice. Bike setup. While the topics discussed in this podcast are in no particular order, I am probably leaning on bike setup being the quickest way for most cyclists to see instant gains. Position. As I onboard new clients, one of the first questions I ask is when their last bike fit was. I strongly recommend yearly bike fits simply because our body will change and adapt as we grow, both into the position we were set up in, but also as we age. Having the most optimal position on your bike will increase comfort, application of power, and general happiness riding your bike. Seek out a good bike fitter. Not me, I'm not a fitter. Recommendations from cyclists who are similar to you will be a good start. Then ask several questions about the methodology, what is included, and if there is a free, or discounted, second fit after you've had time to settle into the first. Aerodynamics. Aerodynamic drag contributes to the biggest challenge to overcome in order to go faster. While we want to get out of the wind as much as possible, being lower on your bike might not be more aerodynamic and might actually be costing you power too. There is an optimal position you will be able to hold. Too low often results in your head being cranked up too high in the wind. Not only does that create more drag, you look stupid too. Of course, you can play with your position, and in fairness that's good practice to test out. But this one is simple to fix in three quick ways. Get a bike fit, learn to draft, and work on your core strength so you can hold the most efficient position. Maintenance. Neglecting bike maintenance doesn't just stop at a dirty ride. It often further evolves into a creaking, squeaky bike that is annoying, for everyone, not just you, to the point which your riding buddies eventually abandon you. Yet, there is something else you are losing too. Power. While I'm going to stop short at researching and presenting exact power numbers lost from dirty drivetrains, I can tell you that one of the quickest ways to see improvements in cycling speed is to replace worn parts as they wear. Keeping your chain clean and lubed will also aid this, plus prolong life. Focus. What was the latest and greatest supplement people are chatting about this month? No doubt you've heard one of your riding buddies obsessing over where they can find an additional watt. Is it that new protein powder? That vegetable powder? Is there a new power meter on the market? While there are many plausible ways to see cycling performance improvements, obsessing over them isn't going to get the training done. Focusing on the small stuff and not putting everything into training, including nutrition, mentality and everything else that I talk about, is a great way to ensure you know lots about everything, apart from being great on the bike. These little ways to buy power can be great, but save the obsessing for your cooldown, your recovery ride, or adaptation weeks. Weight. I talk about nutrition a lot. Most of us believe we could lose a bit of weight to improve how fast we ride particularly that important power to weight ratio, which helps us with climbing hills. Sadly though, some of us obsess a little too much with this. The bike. 
An unnatural obsession in the lightest saddle, bottle cages, pedals, tubes and so on, it's not going to help you ride faster. Of course, if you are riding around on an ancient bicycle with a basket attached to the front, you might see substantial gains. But there is a diminished return between the mid-range and most expensive cycling equipment. Almost everyone will see greater weight loss from their person than their bikes. You'll feel better being lighter than you will riding a crazy light bike too. But of course, the fat loss cycling training needs to be conducted right. Of course, if you have the money, you should spend it on whatever makes you happy, including the lightest and best components. However, might I suggest the money be better spent on professional help that will help you lose the weight safely, consistently, and crucially, forever. Fasted training. While there are some impressive benefits to cycling training in a fasted state, weight loss and an increased ability to burn fat as a fuel are the two main ones, the gains are often only realised when we get fasted cycling training right. The quickest way to get fasted cycling training wrong is to start with too much. Like with all changes to your training and nutrition regimen, the body will need some time to adapt. Doing a century without fuel as your first fasted ride is going to cause some complications. Try not to obsess with this, there is a trick to losing weight while cycling. Take your time and start with something short and progress nicely until you are a lean, fat-burning machine. Training zones. Training zones have a fundamental flaw, especially when using heart rate, in that they encourage you to focus on an average rather than being more specific. Essentially, you might find better cycling performance improvements by hitting a more specific power or heart rate for that interval and not allowing your measurements to rise and fall as your average keeps constantly in the right place. This is quite challenging to do outside where small terrain changes can cause fluctuations in your power output, which is another reason why indoor training will help you improve faster. It's even harder when training with heart rate as that responds a lot slower than power and therefore might not be reflecting what zone you're actually in. In cases where your heart rate is slower to adjust, try to focus on feel too. This will help you keep closer to your target. Seeking out the right advice. One of the most confusing elements to cycling and nutrition is the sheer quantity of advice available, either online or via word of mouth. We all have a friend who, presumably, means well, but can't help offer unsolicited and unpersonalised advice about what training to do, what to eat, what to wear, how to pace, and so on. Eventually, most people realise they are getting anecdotal information that has helped someone but doesn't apply to them and start searching online for help. A quick search often does nothing to alleviate the problem. Far too much conflicting information, clickbait and scaremongering. People often say that newbie cyclists aren't ready for coaching and that they should wait. I disagree with this. If you are new to cycling or structured training, you have an unbelievable opportunity to see massive improvements. While it can be fun to see those on your own, it often leads to overtraining and frustration once those gains stop. Even if you aren't ready for coaching, you should find sources of information that you can trust. Of course, coaches want to, or maybe need to, sell you their services, but that is what makes them good, reliable sources of information. Most coaches also offer free consultations and will accept one-off work to personalise information or create personalised training plans. And that's it. So thank you so much for listening. As ever, if you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please be sure to share it with your friends, leave me a thumbs up or a comment. My name is Coach Pav. You've been listening to Pavcast. Have a great day.